Kuflamet. Begin a new Perek, Perek Rabbeliezer de Mila. So this is the Perek that discusses, it begins with the discussion of uh, when Mila is Deich Shabbos, to what extent it's Deich Shabbos, and then in this Perek you also have discussed a lot of different details about the Bris Mila itself. Zok to Mishnah, Rabbeliezer if you did not bring the keli, the knife, for the bris before Shabbos. You bring it on Shabbos, it should be exposed, carry it, even in the Shusarabim, and but you should have the knife exposed, as the Gemara will explain why. If it's in a time of danger, if there's a gzeda, Rashi here says there was a gzeda not to be allowed to make a bris, so you can't expose the knife. So then, you bring the knife covered, but I'll pay them. There should be witnesses knowing that you covered the knife, that what you're carrying is a knife. On Shabbos, if you don't have a knife, not only you didn't bring the knife, you don't even have a knife. You can cut wood, to make coals, and you can use the coals to make a fire to prepare the knife. Right? So you can do all of these preparations, all of these preparatory steps to, to cut wood, to make a fire, to take a piece of metal, to create a knife out of it, to be able to be used for the bris. Okay, this is going to be a delayed bris. So all of this could be done on Shabbos. All the preparations. Abakiva argues, Abakiva said the following rule, Kol any melachah of preparation, even for a bris, that can be done before Shabbos, it is not posh of Shabbos. The bris itself is doich Shabbos, but a preparation that can be done before is not. If it's something that could not have been done before Shabbos, the bris itself is on the eighth day. If the eighth day falls out on Shabbos, it can't be done before Shabbos. Then doich Shabbos. That does posh of Shabbos. That's the Machlaikis of Liaz and Rabbi Kiva over here, which the Gemara will explain later on the sources of their Machlaikis. And what if you didn't bring the knife? You have to push off the bris to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's what Rabbi Kiva is saying. Now, the question over here is regarding the first detail that Rabbi Liaz said that you have to bring the knife for the bris exposed. What's the point? Why does it have to be exposed when you're carrying, when the moil is carrying the knife in the Shusarab? Time with the Rabbeliezer. Rabbeliezer's reason to carry the knife exposed. Mishum chivuvi mitzvah is the point to show how beloved the mitzvah is, to demonstrate to everybody, I'm going, look, I'm going to do a mitzvah. It's like you walk with the lulu and esrik in the street and you're showing the mitzvah. So you walk with a knife in the street. A knife in this case is uh, being used for a mitzvah. Or perhaps the reason you have to walk with a knife exposed, Mishum chshada. So people shouldn't suspect you that you're carrying on Shabbos, right. Stam, something else. People, you see, people see you walking with a nice bag and they have no idea what's going on. This person's carrying on Shabbos. So it should be clear that you're carrying on Shabbos, that it's a knife. What would be a practical difference between these two reasons? So the nafkimina is, Could you bring it in a bag, hidden, covered, but if you have witnesses that saw what you put into the bag, so the witnesses could let everybody know that you're not carrying on Shabbos. If the point is to demonstrate to everybody how beloved the mitzvah is, so that the point is to expose it, to walk with it, to be proud of it, and to show it off, to show the love you have for the mitzvah. So then that's that's what you should do, not cover it in uh, in a bag. 
But if the reason is that you don't want to be suspected that you're being Mechal Shabbos, it doesn't have to be exposed. It's just one way of demonstrating to everybody that you're not being Mechal Shabbos. You're doing it for the bris. But as long as, even if you cover it, if you have Edim, so then Edim will let people know that he's a Mayal, he's making a bris, and he's not a Mechal Shabbos. So that's the question. What's the Pshat and the Megullah? So my, what's the, so what's the haloch? Um, what was the pshat and what Rabbi Yezer said? It mer Omer Rabbi Levi. Rabbi Levi said le Omer Rabbi Yezer ella lechavuvi mitzvah. Rabbi Yezer said to expose the knife when you carry it in Rishus for the bris to show the love for the mitzvah. Tanya nami hachi. We learned this in the Braisa. Mevii megula. You should bring it exposed. And the Braisa adds ve'ein mevii mechusa. And you should not cover the knife. Divrei Rabbi Yezer. So you see, added the aim of the that the point is to show everybody that you're going to do a mitzvah. Amr Ravashi said, Masnisa nami deke. We could be medayik this point from the Mishnah itself that we just learned. What did it say in the Mishnah? If it's a time of danger when you can't expose the knife that you're making a bris, then you cover the knife with witnesses that see what, what you're carrying. So what, is it, what do you see from the Mishnah? If it's a time period when it's a danger, so then you cover the knife. If it's not a time of danger, so then you don't cover the knife. So you see from the Mishnah that in a regular time period when there's no Sakana, you should have the knife exposed to show the love for the Mitzvah. So from the Mishnah itself, it's also a riot at this point. Tan Yeidov, we learned in another Braise, Meviyei Megule, Veim Meviyei Mechusa. You bring the knife exposed and you don't cover the knife. Divri Rabliyezer. Rabbi Yudai Mimishum Rabliyezer, Rabbi Yudai added another point to the name of Rabliyezer. Noigen Hoyu, Bishasa Sakane, the custom was in a time of danger, Shoyim Meviyei Mechusa al Piyedim. That they brought a knife concealed al Piyedim. Iboyeluhu, another question was asked. Regarding the second point that we said here, that in a time of danger, so you can cover the knife, but you should have Edim that see that you have a knife. So Edim, Edim the Ka'oma, Edim that it says here. Iyu v'chad, does this mean it's just you, the Moel himself, and one more person? Those are the two Edim. Aydilme hu besides the Moel that's carrying the knife, there should be another two people as witnesses that this is a knife that he's carrying. Toshima, so the Gemara brings a raya. What does it say here? In a time of danger, you should cover the knife in the presence of Adam. So, what does this mean? What's the Pshat Adam? If you're going to say the Pshat here is you have the Mayal himself, and then you have another two Adam that are, are witnessing what he's doing. So, we understand what the term Adam means. He's Machasa, he covers it. What does Adam always mean? Edom always means, besides you yourself, Edom means there are another, another two people witnessing what happened. Eli Yomret, if you're going to say the Pshat over here is, that it's you plus one more individual, and those are the two Edom, my Edom. What's the Pshat Edom? How could we refer to this as Edom? You can't be an aid on yourself. You're going to testify about yourself that what you're carrying here is a knife. So what's the term Edom? So the Gemara answers, no, it's not a Raya. Edom would mean, two individuals, that could be testifying in another case. True here, they're not really Edom, but the term Edom is used there because they could testify somewhere else. So Rashi explains. So what's, why don't you actually need Edom? 
to testify that he's carrying a knife for the bris and not for something else. So Rashi explains because after all this whole thing is just to take away a suspicion that he's carrying on Shabbos. When do you need Edim? If a Dine Mominus, Dine Nefoshis, and a Din Teire, when you have to judge a person and you have to paskin, so then the Teire says, Al Pishnai made him Yokum Dovar. This is not a Psadin Teire here. This is just to remove a suspicion. So if you have one person together with the Mail and they both tell us that he had a knife, that's enough to remove the suspicion on the person. So therefore, the term Edim over here does not necessarily mean that there are two witnesses Mamish besides him himself. So Rabbi Yezah said a second point, that you cut wood, you make the coals, and you make a fire, and you prepare the knife. All these preparations could be done on Shabbos. So Tana Rabbana, we learned in Abraise, in the place where Rabbi Yezah lived, this, is their, was, this was their custom. They would cut the wood to make the coals, to make the fire, to, make, to prepare a knife, and all of this was done even on Shabbos itself. The Gemara now, this, this uh, B'raisa brings another thing that's similar, uh, that was unusual that they used to do. The Mekaymash of Rabbi Yesi Aglili, in the place where Rabbi Yesi Aglili lived, He ate, in their, in their place, they ate chicken together with milk. Rabbi Yesi Aglili's shit is, it's a Gemara in Chulin that says, according to Rabbi Yesi Aglili, there is no Isr of Basar Bachalov if it's Basar Aif, if it's meat from a, from a chicken or from any bird. It's only the Isra of Basil B'chalav is only from an animal. So that was their minik. Gemara shares a story. Levi Ikla Yosef Rishpa. Levi came and visited an individual, his name was Yosef Rishpa. Rishpa Rashi says is a person that uh, is, uh, captures uh, chickens or captures birds. They served him the head of a peacock together with milk. He didn't want to eat it. Because uh, it's possible of mamish, according to his opinion. So when Levi came to Rebbe, Amalei, he said to Rebbe, Why don't you put this person into Chayim? He's eating Basar B'cholov. He's serving Basar B'cholov. Basar Oif, together with Cholov. Amalei, so Rebbe answered him, The place where he lives is the place where Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseda lives. Va'amina, and I say, Dilme darish luk Rabbi Yisek Lili. Perhaps Rabbi Yudu ben Beseda darshins the pasuk like Rabbi Yisek Lili, and uh, they hold that there's no isar of basal b'cholav regarding chicken and milk. And the Gemara brings the mission of Masech Techulin. Etnan we learned in the Mishnah Rabbi Yisek Lili Oimeh. Nehemar it says in the Torah leiseich lukol nevela. So it says the isar of nevela, and then right afterwards it says v'nehemar leisavashal gedi b'chalei v'imoy. In the same pasuk, you should not eat basar b'cholov. So, what, what would I dash based on this pasuk? Es she'asam yishum nevela, wherever the iser of nevela applies, asal avashar b'cholov. The iser of basar b'cholov applies as well. The Mishnah continues. Oiv she'asam yishum nevela. So, if so, any bird that dies and it's a nevela, so the iser nevela applies to an oif as well, I would think that the iser of milk and meat applies to this as well. Therefore the Torah clarifies that the iser of basa b'cholov is only with the milk of its mother. So yatsa oif, this excludes a bird, she'en lechalevein, there's no milk, there's no milk that the mother feeds the child. So therefore he learns out from here, chalev imay, that the whole iser of basa b'cholov is only by basar, of an animal, not basar of a, of a, of a bird. 
So the, this place, Rabbi Yudah ben Beseda and the Rabbi Yosef Rishpa, they ate basa b'cholov, basa oif b'cholov. Om Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said, Ir achas haiseh b'aret Yisrael. There was one city in Eretz Yisrael, Shoyosin Karabaliyezeh, they would follow like Karabaliyezeh's opinion to prepare on Shabbos everything from the bris, all the hachanas necessary, they did it all. And people in that city passed away in their time. In other words, they didn't pass away from any uh, illness early on in their life, they passed away in the time that it was the, the Abisha set for them to pass away in old age. And not only this, once the, the wicked kingdom made a decree, a decree not to make a bris in Eretz Yisrael, but they, they, they made an exception for this city where they followed Rabbi Yezah's opinion to prepare for, for the bris on Shabbos. Like we said before, this expresses also the, the love for the mitzvah. You bring the knife openly and they did the mitzvah in this way and this city was excluded from this gzeda. So we don't paskin like Rabbi Yezah, but nevertheless the Gemara points out that uh, this is a, a great thing that happened in this city. Tanya, we learned in another b'raise in connection to the greatness of the mitzvah of bris. Abshim begam liyaleime. Kol mitzvah shekibla aleim b'simche. A mitzvah, all mitzvahs that Eden accept upon themselves with joy. Kagayin mila. The mitzvah of mila dechsev. The pasuk says, Sasa neichi alim rasecha. I am joyous with your word. Kamaitzah shalal rav. Like finding a big shalal, a big... Treasure. treasure of plunder, whatever, yeah. So Rashi explains, how do we know this goes on the bris? Because it says, It refers to that one mitzvah of bris that came before all the other mitzvahs. Right? When it came to the, the, the mitzvah of bris was there before, already from the time of Avram Avinu. So this is a mitzvah that was accepted with simcha. Up until today, how do you make a bris? It's made with a celebration, with a suda, with simcha. A mitzvah that Eden accepted upon themselves and there was bickering and fighting and they were upset about it. The mitzvah of not having the relations that the Torah says is not allowed. So this is a dechsev and we see that the Torah accepted this, that the Eden accepted this not so easily. The Eden were crying about their families. What does this mean that they were cry the families were crying? Al on the new mitzvah that married the families can't intermarry with each other, all the arayas that the Teireh, the Ebishter Asr, so the Eden were crying about this. Until today, there is bickering, there is fighting that, uh, in, in the fulfillment of, of this mitzvah. What does this refer to? There's no ksuba, there's no marriage where there isn't some, some kind of a fight, some kind of an argument between the mechotanim when you get to the obligations of the, the, the chasana and, the, and whatever it is that they have to provide for the chasana kala. Okay, but it's not a mitzvah to be mahadr in this tigra. It's, it says lekik suba the leramabe, but uh, <laughs> some people have a hidden mitzvah in this. Tanya, Rab Shem ibn Allah Zayimah. Any of the mitzvahs that Eden gave up their life for this, were ready to die for this, in the time when there was a decree not for, to not fulfill this mitzvah, and which mitzvahs are they? The mitzvah of Avidizara, not to serve Avidizara, Omila, and the mitzvah of Bris. That's a mitzvah that until today Eden keep. Eden keep this mitzvah. This is, expresses the Mesiris Nefesh of Eden. The Rebbe points out in the Sikha, it's not only a, uh, 
a uh, by chance that the mitzvah of Mila expresses the mitzvah nefesh of a yid. There's a gemara that says or a medrash that says ki alecha hayragnu kol ayoyim that a yid is ready to die for the avishter every single day. So the medrash asks, when? Where do you see that a yid dies for the avishter? Alecha hayragnu kol ayoyim. And the Gemara answers, that's the mitzvah of bris mila. The fact that a yid has the bris in his body every single moment, and it's uh, like we say by the shasta bris, that it's like a carbon, that you're bringing a child to a carbon to the Eibishter. So that's the Mesiris Nefesh that's expressed in the physical body of a yid every single day. So the bris represents the actual Mesiris Nefesh of a yid. So therefore, bris together with Avedizadeh are the two things that a yid is ready to give up his life for. So that's something which is mechzek as biyadam. Yidin are still careful with this mitzvah. And you see that in many, many people, many Yidin, that even if they weren't mekayim any other mitzvahs, but the abris, they make. V'chol mitzvah shaloy masri Yisrael atzman alei alamisa, and those mitzvahs that Yidin were not ready to give up their life for it, b'shez gzeris amalchus in the time of a decree, kagoyin tefillin, one example is the mitzvah of tefillin, adayin himerupa biyadam. This is still a mitzvah that's shaky in their hands. Rabbi says, Tfilin has to have a clean body. Like Elisha Balknafayim, that when he wore Tfilin, he was careful to have a clean body. Shouldn't pass air while you're wearing Tfilin. You shouldn't sleep in the Tfilin. So this is something that's very difficult to be careful with. So that, that's why this is something that uh, the Gemara says that Lavdafka people are always zoyer in this. Now, now the Gemara will explain where we find that the Yidin were not Moisa Nefesh properly for the mitzvah of Tefillin. So, Maihi, what's, um, what is the story over here with Elisha Baal Knafayim? Why was he referred to with this interesting uh, nickname of Elisha, the one that has wings? Shapam, we learned this in the Gemara before already here in Shabbos. Shapam, Machas, Gazer, Malchas, Erishak, Zayr al Yisrael. There was once a decree against wearing tefillin. Shakalamaniyach, tefillin al Raishai. Whoever will wear tefillin, Yikres, Meichai, they will puncture his brain. Vahaya, Elisha, Maniyach, tefillin. Elisha wore the tefillin. Not only did he wear the tefillin, the Yatzel, Shuk. He went out into the street with the tefillin. That, that was his Messias Nefesh. He didn't hide. Vira'o, Kasada, Rechod. And a police uh, encountered him. So Rabbi Elisha, uh, Elisha began uh, running away from him. The police ran after him. When the police arrived to him, he removed the tefillin from his head and he held them in his hands. The police asked him, what's in your hands? He answered him, I have the wings of Evdov. He opened his hands and a miracle happened. And what was found in his hands, wings of a yaina. So if, after that incident, they referred to him as Elisha, the one with the wings. So Rashi here explains an unbelievable thing. So Lechayre, he was Maisa Nefesh. We said before that Tefillin, that they were not Maisa Nefesh. He was not Stam Maisa Nefesh. He wore the Tefillin. He went out into the street with it. So he was Maisa Nefesh. So Rashi, but he wasn't Maisa Nefesh, that he didn't show him the Tefillin. When it came and he asked him what it is, he didn't tell him it's Tefillin. He told him it's something else. So, sof, sof, epis bedakis, to some degree, it was lacking in his Mesiris Nefesh. That's Rashi's Pshat. Uh, sorry, that's Taisus's Pshat. What I just said is Taisus's Pshat in the name of Rabbeinu Shmuel, the Rashbam. Rashi's Pshat is more simple Pshat, that this was an, this was a, an exception. When the Gzaira happened, it was only Elisha that was Mesiris Nefesh. 
But everybody else <laughs> Hake, was afraid and didn't put on, may have not even put on tefillin at all, or at least didn't walk out in public with tefillin. So everybody else was not Moisa Nefesh. Then they used to walk with tefillin, they used to walk with tefillin, yeah, to wear tefillin the whole day. That was the way they fulfilled the mitzvah then. It was, uh, so they say so he did it to mitzvah like they always did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's mashma everybody else. That was one person, yes, but that's okay, that's Rashi's shot, yeah. Now the Gemara says, Why did he tell him that there's uh, wings of a, of a dove? What, what was that, the example? Don't that he told the police. Why didn't he use any other bird? Because he did not compare to a dove. That the Yidin are covered in, in golden or s- silver wings and in golden wings. Just like with a. Uh, Dov, Knafel, Maginis the wings protect the bird, Afisral, Mitzvah, Maginis So to Yidin, the Mitzvahs protect them. So therefore, the Yidin are compared to doves, and therefore he said this Lashon of Yaina, of Kanfe Yaina. Going back to the Indian of preparing for a bris on Shabbos, like the opinion of Rabbi once an incident happened, they forgot to bring the knife for the bris before Shabbos. And they brought it on Shabbos, but how did they bring it? They passed it through from one roof to another, from one courtyard to another, without carrying it through the Rishusarab. And the Braisa adds, this, this is something Rabbi was not happy about. So Rav Yosef asks on this b'raise, or in this statement actually, I here from the Rav Abba Bar Rav Ada on Rav Yitzchak. This was something that Rav Yitzchak doesn't agree to, why not? Ada Rav Yitzchak is the one that allows to bring the knife for the bris on Shabbos. So why is this not Rav Yitzchak? Now, if you're going to say the pshat here is Shalei Berotz and Rabbi the Sharia full of says this is not necessary. You don't have to bring it from one roof to another, from one chutzah to another. You can bring it directly in the Rishusarab. So Ella, so then what's going to be the pshat? Berotz and Rabbanon. So when they brought the knife from one from one courtyard to another, from one roof to another, Rabbanon agreed to this. The Asru Derech Rishusarabim, and you're going to say that according to the Rabbanon, you're not allowed to bring the knife through a Rishusarabim. Visharu Derech Gagais, Derech Hatzeirais, Vikarfifais, you can bring it from one roof to another, from one courtyard to another, from one Karfif to another. We learned already before, a Karfif is a massive area, which is enclosed, but it's such a big area that Chachamun were geyser not to carry there. So there you are allowed. And the, the distinction, of course, would be if you're bringing it through a Rishusarabim, you're doing a Malachad Dairaisa, you're carrying. If you're bringing it from one Chatzat, to another, so there's a gzayda that you're not allowed to carry from one courtyard to another that are owned by two different people, or from one rooftop to another. But minatayda, you're not being gaiver any iser. So maybe the rabbanon, which is Rabbi Kiva and our Mishnah, or rabbanon, they agree that to do a iser with the rabbanon for the purpose of a bris, that would be allowed. So the Gemara says, but that's not true. Omishari, is this allowed? Vahatanya, we learned in Abraisa, Kishem, Shem, just as the Rabbanon hold that you're not allowed to bring the knife on Shabbos through the Rishusarabim, Kach, you can't bring it through any other way, even if it's only a Isamidrabanon. So in this case, in this incident that happened over here, that they brought the knife through the roof, uh, the roof or through a, a, a chatzer, or, or it's, it's whose opinion is this? 
It's not according to the Rabbeliezer, and it's not according to the Rabbanan either. So, Elam Ravashi, you're right, and that's Taka the Pshare. Shaloi Berotzen Rabbeliezer U Machluktoi. This was not uh, the Rotzen, not of Rabbeliezer, and not of the Rabbanan either. According to Rabbeliezer, they should have brought it through the Rishus Rabbim. And according to the Rabbanon, they can't bring it even through a Chatzar or through a Gag either. Can't bring it at all. You have to delay the bris. So what did they do? <coughs> according to whose opinion were they following when they brought it from one Chatzar to another? They were bringing it through the courtyard according to the opinion of Rabshimen. That's Tznan, Rabshimen Aymer, Rabshimen says, Echad Gagais, Echad Karfifais, Echad Chatzairais, Kulon, Rishus, Echad they are all considered to be one rishos. So like, like, let me again mention what I said before. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to carry, according to uh, most opinions, you're not allowed to carry from one chatzar to another chatzar if it's owned by two different people. This is what we do today as well. If you have neighbors that want to carry to each other, you have to make an iruvi chatzeris, right? To carry, iruvi chatzeris is not only to carry from a house that's privately owned into a chatzar that's owned by a few people, but to carry from one chatzar that's owned by Reuven to another chatzar that's owned by Shimon, you have to make an Eruvi chatzeris. However, Rab Shimon holds, it depends. Rab Shimon's opinion is, if you're carrying something that was in your house and you bring it out into the chatzar, so then you can't carry from the chatzar to another chatzar. But if when Shabbos began, there was something that was already in your chatzar outdoors, then you are allowed to carry from one chatzar to another chatzar on Shabbos. So again, this whole thing that you have, of gages, chatzeres, karfifes, kulan, rishos, echadein, it's all considered to be one rishos, you can carry from one to another, lekeilem sheshafsu b'toichan. For kalim that when Shabbos entered, were there already in the, in the chatzar. No, we don't pass on the Kerb Shimon. V'loi l'keilim sheshavsu b'toich ha'bayis. Not kalim that were in the house when Shabbos entered. So therefore over here, this is not only when you get to Abris. This is Bechlal, when you get to carrying from one chatzah to another. So this incident that happened, that they carried the knife on Shabbos from one chatzah to another chatzah, from one rooftop to another rooftop, follows Rav Shimon's opinion. So let me stop here just for a moment. What, what Taisa speaks about over here in the Gemara, it's Mamash Apela. The opinion of Rabbi Leezer goes to such a far extent. Rabbi Leezer says that you should bring the knife through the Rishus Rabbim. And if you're going to bring it through a courtyard and you only oiva is the Rabban, Rabbi Leezer is unhappy with that. So Taisus asks the question, why was he unhappy with that? You have to dafke be machal Shabbos medairaisa to, be, uh, to, to, to bring the knife. If you have an option to bring it without being Mechal Shabbos, you could be Mechayim the Mitzvah Saseh of Mila, and you could also be Mechayim the Loises of not being Mechal Shabbos. Why should you be over on the Chil Shabbos Menatayra? Taisus doesn't give an answer. Taisus and Amar Aleph asks a similar question. Why bring the knife? There's an Eitzah, how you could always make the Bris without being Mechal Shabbos Deiraisa. Bring the baby to the knife. We already learned before in the Gemara, Chai Noises Atzmei, when you're carrying a person that's alive, he's Noises Atzmei, so you're not doing a Malachim and Atayra, so instead of carrying the knife, carry the baby over to the knife. Even a baby? Huh? Even a baby? Yeah, even when you get to a baby. Only Kofus, you don't say Chai Noises Atzmei, a baby is not Kofus. You say it, no, even when you get to a baby as well. So Taisvis has, one Pshat Taki Taisvis, Kofus is tied, the body of the baby is tied up. One pshat, Taisus does say that after the bris, since the baby is then a chayla, the baby can't move and the baby is a chayla, so then the baby is like, uh, like kofos, like tied up. That's one pshat. Another pshat, Taisus says, is what's easier, to bring the baby to the knife or to bring the knife to the baby? It's easier to bring the knife to the baby. It's quicker. If you're going to have to end up wrapping up the baby and whatever and bringing the baby to the knife, it's going to delay the bris. 
Rabbi holds, not only did Rabbi Yeza say, you could do all the preparations on Shabbos, but Rabbi Yeza prefers that you should do all the achanas to make the bris quicker. If you're going to have to delay the bris, so then you're not making the achanas properly, you should dafke bring the knife to the baby and not the baby to the knife. So other Rishayim say, the same thing is also over here, but you get to this question that Taisus answers, even though Taisus doesn't give the answer, but over here as well, if you have an option to bring it through the Rishus Arabim, the regular direct way, or to bring it through a back from one courtyard to another courtyard and you have to figure out how to bring the knife, what's going to be quicker? To bring it through the Rishus Arabim, Rabbi Yezah says that's a chalik of the hachan of the mitzvah that you're allowed to do in a Shabbos, you're allowed to be doich a Shabbos and bring it dafka through the Rishus Arabim, not to delay the mitzvah at all. If you're delaying the mitzvah, so then that itself, you're not, you're not doing the mitzvah properly. That's uh, the way the Rishayim answers. It's a meri de kechidish. that's on one hand. Rabbi Yezah, the extreme of what Rabbi Yezah says. On the other hand, the extreme of the Rabbanan's opinion, Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Mila is a mitzvah which, which just cut us for it. And uh, I mean, uh, you, you have the mitzvah today, minat to do the mitzvah on the eighth day. You do the mitzvah on the ninth day, okay, so you're not going to get cut as true, but you didn't do the mitzvah bismana on the eighth day. The Rabbanan hold, even if you have an op- option, to bring the knife through a courtyard, and it's only Yisim Rabbanon. Nevertheless, the Gzayim Rabbanon, not to carry from one courtyard to another, is going to be Deiche, the mitzvah of Mila, Bismanam, and Atayra that has to be done today. Okay? Sheb Huh? To impose their Gzayim, correct. So here we just brought up Rab Shimon's opinion regarding carrying from one courtyard to another. Rab Shimon says, if the keli was there in the courtyard when Shabbos entered, you can carry from one courtyard to another. Now the Gemara has a question whether this applies to a mavoi. A mavoi. So we learned already about a mavoi a few times. A mavoi is an area that's enclosed from three sides. And even from a fourth side, it has a lechi or a kaira, a crossbeam or a, a side post, and you can carry inside the movi. But just like in a chatzer, you have to make a uh, eidov to be able to carry, eidov chatzeris, to carry in the chatzer or to carry from one chatzer to another. In a movi as well, to carry from the chatzer into the movi, into this alleyway, into the street, you have to make an eidov for that as well. Right, it's, it's not called an native, it's called Shitufe Muvois. All the people of the Mavi, it's the same thing, it just has a different terminology, a different name. All the people participate in one meal, in one place, and then you can carry inside the Mavi, or, for, or you can carry from a Chatzar to the Mavi. So now the question is, according to Rab Shimin, Mavi Shaloy In this alleyway, they did not make this native, uh, this, this Shituf. Ma'al Taltal Bekuloi. Are you allowed to carry within the Mavi itself from one end of the Mavi to the other end of the Mavi? Similar to what Abshim said before, that you can carry from one Chatzah to another if, <coughs> if the Kalim were there when Shabbos entered. Me, Amrinan, will I say, Kechatzadami. That in the Mavi itself, if you want to carry within this Mavi itself, it's similar to a Chatzah in the courtyard. Ma Chatzah, just like in a courtyard, within a courtyard, even without an aid of Chatzahs, you can carry within the same courtyard, from one end to another. So the same thing over here. Uh, again, Hai uh, Nami here as well, even without the Shutfus. For this mavoi, they're allowed to carry within the mavoi itself from one end to another. The edov will only be necessary to carry from the courtyard into the mavoi, but within the mavoi itself would be allowed. Or perhaps, no, you can't compare a mavoi, the alleyway, to the courtyard. 
Dilma loy domi. It's not the same. Loy domi lechotzer. Chotzer is leidalat mechitzes. Number one, a chotzer has four walls around it. So therefore, it's enclosed. Over there, in an area which is enclosed, you're allowed to carry within the chotzer without having a native chotzeres. Or according to Rab Shimon, you can even carry from one chotzer to another. But high, less leidalat mechitzes. A movi is, is more of an open place. Doesn't have the enclosure the way a chotzer has it. Inami, another difference between a chotzer and a mavui. Chotzer is Chotzer is a place where the people are living there. The people's houses, the doors of their houses are directly opened into the chotzer and they're constantly using the chotzer for, for, for their purposes, of their dwellings. So they're living there. So that's why over there there were more mekel that you can carry without any aid of within the chotzer. Hi, less be the The alleyway, the street, that's a place where people don't live there. So maybe over here, Chachamu Machmer, that you can't carry there, even within the Mavi itself, without having the Shittuf, the participation of the Eidu for the Mavi. Shosik. So this question was asked from Rabasi, he did not answer, he was quiet. He didn't answer him. Zimnin on another occasion, Rabzeire encountered Rabasi, the Yosef Ekomar, and he was sitting and he was sharing the following thing. Omer Rabshemi ben Lakish. Rabshemi ben Lakish said, Mishum Rabbi Yudah Nasi, in the name of Rabbi Yudah Nasi. Pa'amachas, Shokhu, Vlayavu, Ismu, Merv Shabbos. They forgot, and they did not bring the, the knife for the bris before Shabbos. Vayavu, Bishabbos, and the knife was brought on Shabbos. Vahayadova, Kosher, Lachachomim. And this was something that the Chachomim were very, they, they, didn't, they weren't happy about this. And what was their problem? How do we leave the opinion of the Chachamim and they're following the opinion of Rabbi Yezer? Number one, Rabbi Yezer was put into Chedim. This is a story in the Gemara in, Brach, in, in the Gemara in Bab Metziah. They put him into Chedim. Or there's another Pshat. Shamuti means he was from the Talmidim of Shammai. And therefore you don't pass him like Shammai. And besides that, Yachid Verab, Malachi Karab. If the Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Yezer, you pass like the Chachamim. So why do they follow the opinion of Rabbi Yezer and bring the knife? Now Rabbi Yezer said about this incident. I asked Rabbi Yehudah Geyser, Rabbi Yehudah the Mayal, I asked him what happened. They brought this knife on Shabbos. And he told me, no, you know what happened over there? This was a Mavoy, within a Mavoy where they forgot to make this Shittuf. They brought the knife from one end to the other end. They didn't carry it uh, from into the Rishus Arabim, or they didn't carry it from the Chatzah to the Mavi. Within the Mavi itself, they carried it from one end to another end. That's what happened over there. Okay? So, so what do you see from here? This, this is what uh, Rav Asi, this is the incident that Rav Asi was repeating. Amalei, so Rav Zayda said to Rav Asi, oh, you're repeating this story, so that means that you hold that that even without the shit, if you could carry from one end to another, that this is the story that you're repeating, that it's allowed. Vamalei, Rav Asi answered, in, yes, I hold it from one end to another, in, within the Mavi itself, you're allowed to carry, even without the shit. Amalei, so Rav Zayda asked Rav Asi, so why didn't you answer me before? There was a time before that I asked you this question, and you didn't answer me this, or you didn't answer me. So why, why didn't you answer me if this is what you hold? Is it maybe because when you began repeating the story, you, when you, you, you said this, you reminded yourself, and you remembered of this, and now you remember that this is what Allah is? Amalei, so Rabbi Asi answered, yes, that's what happened. When you asked me, I forgot. 
I didn't remember the halacha. And Agav Shitfa, now that it was flowing, and I remember this story, I remember this halacha that to carry within the Mavoi from one end to another, you're allowed to carry the knife on Shabbos. Okay, the Hamshchav of the Gemara continues into later the Gemara. We'll continue with Shem tomorrow.